Hey, all you nostalgic turkeys. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all, but Kendra, I gotta tell you, nothing came back to me with this episode. Not a thing. No, really. I I don't remember it at all. So, Well, that's kind of fun when you don't remember. That's how I live my life. I'm like, oh, I watched this? (laughs) Fun. Yeah. Yeah. I get to experience it again. Yeah. Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This Endorian Life, 90s Music Got Me Like, and previously on X-Men. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Here We Go Pod, and please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Season 6, Episode 12, Breast Side Up, which makes more sense now that I realize it, it was does. a Thanksgiving episode. Still a dumb title, I'm going to say, but a little bit. it does make bit. more sense. Yeah. All right, let's crack open the condor. Condor is committed to professional standards, professional ethics. The weak need not apply. This episode aired on November 22nd, 1995. Mm-hmm. One birthday dimension, Catherine McNamara, known for playing Mia Smoke in the Arrowverse, and Clary Frey, Clary Frey mm-hmm. in the Shadowhunter series, was born. Did you ever watch, did you read any of those Mortal Instruments books or anything? No. I, I saw the, and I'm trying I saw to... the movie. I did see the movie with whatever her name is. Lily with the eyebrows. <laughs> I can't remember. Lily <laughs> with the eyebrows. Yeah, you know. She has a famous like music. Collins. Lily Collins. Oh, oh, oh. oh. There you go. Sure, sure. Yeah, with the eyebrows. I'm... Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I'm trying to think if I know the character Mia Smoke from the Arrowverse. What how, far did, how far did you get in the Arrowverse? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. She is, she's Oliver and Felicity's daughter, like, in the future. Hmm. Maybe. Gonna, I've, I don't know. They were going to do a whole spinoff, Green Arrow and the Canaries, with her as, like, the new Green Arrow, and then CW didn't pick it up. She was in it a lot, and she just recently, at our time of recording anyway, was in a big Flash crossover. Even post well, then so. I probably haven't gotten to those episodes okay. yet, and who knows if I ever will. Yeah, Ooh, that's a slog. The Arrowverse. <laughs> Some movies to mention: November twenty second, Toy Story premiered. Oh, hey, love Toy Story. Of, have you seen Buzz Lightyear or just Lightyear? I guess it's called. No, we were going to like twice, and then it fell through both times. <laughs> so, I, you know, I took my son and he doesn't really have a lot of affection for toy story, but it was a pretty decent, like sci-fi movie. I thought the buzz Lightyear of it all was maybe detracted more than added anything. And it starts <laughs> with this opening crawl that was like in 1994, Andy saw a movie about buzz Lightyear. This is that movie. And then it proceeds to be the least nineties sci-fi movie that exists in the world. Lame. So, I know. I feel like if they hadn't done that, if it would have just been like, yeah, Lightyear, but trying to tie it in was weird. All right. Well, Toy Story, I think everyone can agree, is great. <laughs> I Yes. Yeah. In Toy Story 4, no one cared. No one wanted it. I thought it was great also. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Who would have thought? Another movie came out November 22nd, Money Train, starring Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. Haven't seen Good that, combo. but I, I do want to see Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. Yes. Yeah. Different train, but oh, it yes. is. Oh, okay, it's a different. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite train movie? I'm even trying to think of Boy, my favorite train movie. You know, I instantly think of the first Mission Impossible 
Mm, so yeah. much action takes place on the train at the end. That's the one that comes to mind. But of course, I mean, Back to the Future Part Three. Yeah, train. There's you know, some the really good about to blow, Doc. You know, <laughs> there's a really good train fight in the Wolverine. Hmm. It's just called the Wolverine, right? It sure is just called the Wolverine. The only yeah. X Men you and I ever saw in theaters together was the Wolverine. <laughs> is that true? It is true. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, go listen to previously on X Men. They did a whole episode about the Wolverine. Yeah. All right. Let's switch to TV. November twentieth episodes of the series Rocks. And Computer Chronicles are broadcast on the internet of first in television history. Wow. Would have taken you a full week just to download one of those episodes. But yeah, God for sure. Speed. Rocks and Computer <laughs> Chronicles. It's the way you had to do it. Yeah. And November 25th, Aladdin, of course, based on the Disney movie, aired its final of 86 episodes. Great show. It's a good run. It is a good run. And the only way to find it is to like, find an existing family video and check out like a VHS copy of some of the episodes because other than Return of the Jafar it's just you can't find it. Yeah. Did you ever watch it? I think I've seen an episode or two. Okay. Perhaps. Okay. Music November 27th M People released their album Bizarre Fruit 2. Their song Moving On Up had previously been featured on the 90210 College Years soundtrack, of course. Also, also in our crossover with 90s Music Got Me, like we talked all about it. We did. Moving on up, I'm moving on. I thought you were going to jump in. Moving and it'll be on. stuck in my head now. So yeah, thanks welcome. for that. You remember, I think it's from the first soundtrack, that song that was like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, Sunday. you know, it was funny. The other day we were at some store. And a song was on that was naming the days of the week. And Eric was like, it's that song. And I was like, actually, it's not. This is a different song wow. naming all the days of the week. Okay. And video games. November 24th, Nintendo shows a playable prototype of the Nintendo Ultra 64 at the 7th Annual Nintendo Space World Software Exhibition in Japan. Kirby Ball and Mario 64 were playable demos. Wow. That feels early to me but i guess that checks out timeline wise 95 though early on yeah i still hate mario 64 i don't care who knows it i don't like it it's difficult is it the is. thing yeah, it's it it's i mean eric and i played through the whole thing and it man it's just no. difficult it's a I've hard game so many times yeah i don't like that i don't like mario sunshine and i don't like the one for the switch i don't even remember what it's called mario odyssey i want to say where he's always throwing mm -hmm. his hat no yeah, I have those games and we haven't played them yet on the Switch. So Mario we'll... Galaxy, Mario Galaxy, though, I loved. Both I think we games. got it was like a combo yeah. of three games that Nintendo we got. Put, yeah, Nintendo put out like a limited edition, like we're only making these once and then it's going back in the Disney vault. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's probably what you got. All right. One other thing to mention, November 23rd, the 1995 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade introduced the following new balloons. Ooh. Dudley the Dragon from the cartoon The Adventures of Dudley the Dragon. Never saw that. Don't know what that is. <laughs> Never was. heard of it. Okay. Sky Dancer from the toy line and cartoon of the same name. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. You had to have a Sky Dancer. Sure. Growing yeah. up. Loved my Sky Dancer. And Eben Bear, the mascot of the Jordan Marsh Company. Yeah, I didn't know what that was, so I had to look that up. And the the balloon itself was just like a recycle of the Snuggle Bear. And I, of course, I know the Snuggle Bear, but this Eben Bear or the Jordan Marsh Company, I don't know what those are. 
What are your thoughts on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Is this like you got to do it? If I'm up and at them and the TV's on, I like to have it on. I think yeah. it's I think it's nice. Same. I think that the performers can be hit or miss <laughs> as far as, you know, cho- yeah. like I feel like a lot yeah. of choices in the Macy's Day Parade. I'm like, who is this? I've never yeah. heard of this person before. But um, for the most part, I like seeing the balloons. It gets yeah. you in the, the holiday spirit. Yeah, we had, I mean, forever we've had like with CBS All Access. Now it's Paramount Plus. And we tried to watch it on that. And CBS does have coverage of it, but they don't show any of the stuff that's like NBC exclusive. So it's like <laughs> there's about to be a Broadway thing and it's like cut away from that quickly. So it was a very <laughs> disappointing viewing experience. Over no Broadway Plus. for you. That's right. But Paramount Plus does still have the 90210 episodes, which Hulu does not. So shout out to them for that. Yeah, for sure. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. Okay. Kendra, in 2021, Lindsay Price, who you haven't even met yet, she's going to play Janet in the later years. Good character. I love Lindsay Price. Uh, She recurred on the Netflix series Atypical in the role of Sasha. Uh, Atypical, if you haven't seen it, Sam, an 18-year-old on the autism spectrum, decides it's time to find a girlfriend, which sets Sam's mom on her own life-changing path as her son seeks more independence. I've seen some of this. Have you watched this show? No, I don't think so. I have not gotten to the Lindsay Price episodes yet, but I have started it. All right, well, let's look at the synopsis for Breast Side Up. Nick, I just feel like to cook the turkey upside down would be weird. Is that wrong? I've never cooked a turkey before. So isn't there, don't you just put put it down the one way? Yeah, breast side down. I mean, what she's saying does make sense to me because that would be a moist and super, super moist part. Whereas if you cook it the regular breast side up, like all the moist parts on the bottom, but still that seems like nonsense to me. It seems like it'd be soggy and weird. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, here's our synopsis. It's Thanksgiving and Brandon is feeling sad about being the last Walsh standing. Luckily, Kelly is there to cheer him up. Absent, Colin and Susan. Temptation abounds. Meanwhile, Ray, Donna, and Joe face off in a deposition. (laughs) A very quick deposition. Yeah, seriously. And Steve attends a posh party with Claire and Chancellor Arnold. This leaves Valerie to take charge of the Thanksgiving preparation, and she's not thrilled when David's mom shows her up. Or is she? It's hard to tell what Valerie's motivation in this episode is. She's nice this week. She's nice, Valerie. Kind of? Sort of? Okay. Anyway, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was directed by David Semmel, written by Jessica Klein. Remember a few episodes back, we were like, only Steve Wasserman, no Jessica Klein. Well, here's here's back the Jessica together. Klein. Episode. Oh, no, no it's just, just Jessica Klein. It's Sorry. just her. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Still apart. Ditching that dead weight, right? <laughs> so long, Steve Wasserman. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, returning players here, we have Nicholas Pryor as Milton Arnold. I feel like we haven't seen him in forever. And this is his first appearance in this season. The last time we saw him was in the episode. Squash it. (laughs) Squash it. Squash it, Kendra. (laughs) Carolyn Lagerfeld back as Sheila Silver. Also her first appearance in season six. And she's doing great. Yeah, doing great. We have John Walcott back as Bruce Paxton. This is our final appearance of Paul Collins as John Bardwell. Steve's advisor, I guess. Steve's faculty advisor. Remember, this was the thing where he was in an episode in 1993, 
setting up Steve's courses and everything. And then he came back two years yeah. later and did these two episodes. Love the continuity. Got a lot it. of play out of this character. Just like, just like old Leslie showing up at the Rose Court and then vanishing without a trace. New recurring player, we have Leilani Jones as the district attorney. She's primarily known for her voice work, and she did a lot of work in the Monkey Island franchise. Oh, Now, I okay. don't want to get you in trouble because I know you're on record <laughs> saying your husband has never played Twisted Metal, and that was proven false in a series of text messages after the episode aired. Yes. But, also proven false is yeah. that I thought that Coolio thanked Weird Al in right. his speech, but it wasn't. It was Chameleon Air after uh, the white and nerdy came uh, out. Yeah. So okay. apologies yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apologies to Coolio. <laughs> uh, us and the us and the uh, director of the original cut of Daredevil would like to apologize to Coolio. <laughs> yeah. Today. Yeah. <laughs> and probably Joel Schumacher for the Batman and Robin appearance. Yeah. But anyway, Monkey Island. Is this a game? Are you familiar with the Monkey Island games? I, now, <laughs> I might be speaking incorrectly again. Okay. I'm sure okay. I'll be told if I am. Okay. I'm pretty sure if this is the game I'm thinking of, he started playing it okay. and then has not been back to it. Okay. I have a memory of watching him play it. All right. And then he played it once, hasn't been back to it. Locked but in. I believe it is on his list to play. Okay, so you may have heard Leilani Jones doing voice work in there, and she appears here as the DA on uh, the first of two appearances, so we'll see her again next week. Other cast members include Steve Young, a football player who spent most of his career with the 49ers. Do you care about uh, Steve Young? Kendall? Well, I don't, but I oh. asked my brother about Steve yeah. Young. and Corbin he's... Andrews, formerly of Nostalgia Me This? Yes, and he wow. sent me a few facts, if you would oh. like to know. Hit me. Things about Steve Young, because he's, uh, my brother Corbin is the football, yeah, the football genius. So yeah. uh, Steve Young, left-handed, drafted by uh, the Bucks from BYU. Okay. Traded to the 49ers to replace Joe Montana and okay. won three Super Bowls, uh, one as the starter. He is okay. a Hall of Fame quarterback. Okay. He won two Super Bowls as Montana's backup and one as the starter. So those, those still three facts. Super Bowls. Yeah. Now I have to clarify, is Corbin in fact a football expert? Because over on 90s music, when you had him on as a Pearl Jam expert, he spent the whole episode saying, guys, I, I don't know. I don't really know anything about Pearl Jam, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, this he is a real football. I just texted him and I was like, okay. quick, give me some facts about Steve Young. And th that's what he sent me. It happened. Okay. So, I mean, replacing well, Joe Montana, big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill. Big shoes. Yeah. So, did, and did he, he ended also, up being a Hall of Fame quarterback. Did he take over the icy hot commercials from Joe Montana as well? Or no? Just the, I'm not just, sure. Corbin didn't include anything about icy hot. I can tell you that Steve Young was also in Lois and Clark, played a character huh. in Lois and Clark, an actual role. He wasn't just Steve Young. But he did a lot of appearances at himself, including Dharma and Greg and the Jason Alexander sitcom Listen Up, showing up as uh, himself. We also have Lee Steinberg, also as himself. He's a real sports manager and appeared in the film Jerry Maguire and the show Arliss as himself. You know, as he said his line, I was like, this isn't an actor. That's a, <laughs> that's a sports agent if I've ever seen one. <laughs> It was that part where he kept screaming, show me the money, where I thought yeah. something about this. <laughs> Wrong. About Wrong movie. This. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we have Sheila Wills as Helen Kincaid, one of the uh, professors who was like, Steve, tell me about the Hartley Hills. She played Lieutenant Dietra on the original Battlestar Galactica. What a hot mess the original Battlestar Galactica was. Did you ever watch it? 
No. Oh my gosh. There's my, that? the extent of my Battlestar okay. Galactica is I've seen one episode of the spin-off series Caprica. Uh, Caprica. You haven't even seen like the new, like the Ronald D. Moore Battlestar Galactica. No, I've oh. never seen I haven't seen yeah. a second of it. Eric just put on Caprica and I was like, what is this? I'm huh. so confused. That is confusing. And then we that never went confusing. back to it. Battlestar Galactica has one of the most epic glowdowns in all of television history. So I don't know that I can recommend it to you. The original, you know, is a cult classic. And then it had a sequel series called Battlestar 1980, where they were like, let's go to Earth in the 1980s and keep it rolling. Sure. Barry Van Dyke was in it. I don't know. These are just facts I know, Kendra. Uh, <laughs> Helen Kincaid, though, no, sorry, Sheila Wills, though, continued to work uh, throughout you know, time and as far up as 2022 appeared in NCIS LA. Awesome. Finally, we have David Cromwell as Elmo Pickering, the other Nobel laureate who loved the Hartley house. Elmo Pickering. Uh, that is an Elmo excellent Pickering. name. It is Love a good it. name. It is a good name. I almost wasn't going to include it because it's only a one off and who cares, but like I remembered the name Elmo Pickering. So darn it. I'm going to write it down and say it. He was also in the show. Murphy Brown. Do you ever watch Murphy Brown? Nope. All right. Murphy Brown. Uh, Dan Quayle criticized the show Murphy Brown for glorifying a single working mother. But he referred to her as Murphy Brown as, as if the character was real. So on the show Murphy Brown, they took the actual footage of Dan Quayle criticizing Murphy Brown and played it as if the vice president was criticizing journalist Murphy Brown and like in continuity used it, which I always thought was very clever. That's amazing. So Dan Quayle does not know how to spell potato. Uh, David Cromwell was also in Empty Nest and Law and Order. And that's our cast for the week. Excellent. Let's yeah. get into the episode. Let's dive in. Breast side up. We start uh, with a little back and forth between Kelly <laughs> and Colin are at Colin's house. Brandon and Susan are at the newspaper and they're both saying goodbye to each other because Susan and Colin are both going to New York. Over right. the holiday. Yeah. And Colin, I, kind of thought, I mean, since they're both going to New York, I thought we were going to get some stuff with them. Yeah. Also, but no, yeah. we didn't. We didn't. Nope. Colin is wishing that Kelly would come up to New York with him, but she is not going to do that. Susan is getting ready to go. Brandon what wishes that she would stay. She says she hasn't seen her grandparents in like a year. So... Uh, he's like, well, you're going to miss my famous potatoes, which are apparently just like potatoes soaked in bourbon. bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds okay. gross to me. And I love yeah. potatoes. I love, so. I, I mean, I used to love bourbon chicken, right? Couldn't oh, right. Somebody handed me a toothpick with bourbon chicken on it all day. Circle that all food day. Court. Circle that food court. <laughs> Colin and Susan are both worried about Brandon and Kelly. They each ask, like, should I be worried about you spending time with Kelly or Brandon and both Kelly and Brandon say, you got nothing to worry about. Yeah. I'm into and, you, baby. And Susan just walked in on their, their awkwardly sexually tense rock'em sock'em robot game. So yeah, she should be extra concerned. <laughs> Do we ever have any reference to why Kelly's not like with Mel and Jackie and Aaron? Does that come no. up at all? No. Nope. So, okay. Whatever. Yeah. And like, why isn't, why wouldn't David be with them? Why is it Steve with his, family right. his mom his brother yeah the only thing we know that like well the martins were going away remember they were gonna like, yes but i think they canceled that trip i don't know look the game's <laughs> spending thanksgiving together. it's a it's a friendsgiving a friendsgiving yeah with david's awkward mom and joe yeah <laughs> all right after the intro the gang goes to the grocery store where they say in and out 30 minutes That's we're right. getting all the food 
and then we get a montage. But there was two things about the first scene that I have to get in here. First of all, Kelly's hair, terrible. Oh, yeah. It's it really bad the whole terrible. episode. She looks like a TV anchorman from the 80s. It's awful. Yeah. It kind of looks like she, she, look, she looks like Robert she did it going style to a farmer's yeah. market. She's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. Mm-mm. She didn't style it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it kind of looks like she's going for just like the kind of casual, not styled look, but it just doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't work. She looked like Zach Braff in season one of Scrubs. Yeah. The other <laughs> thing is when Colin is nervous about it, she's like, snap out of it. And they have a little laugh. In the previous or two episodes ago, they joked about how her favorite movie was Moonstruck. So that was like a deep oh, cut. Yeah. It was like a deep wow. cut Moonstruck reference, which I was like, who got that? It was like me and Cher got that reference, and that's it. I've seen the movie now, so okay. I understand the reference now that I you're pointing care. it out. Make love to me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this shopping montage, I don't I don't know what music was supposed to be playing. Did you happen to, to no. figure that out? No, no, I didn't. There was a lot it's... of bad replacement here. <laughs> uh, so Kelly is like riding on top of the cart. Brandon is pushing. Steve is eating chips and salsa right out of the bag. Oh. Yeah, we've all snuck a grape, but chips and salsa. Well, my mom and actually Eric did this the other day. He. Oh, no, it was my mom. It was my mom again, not Eric. She she'll like drink a drink while we're shopping and then pay for it on the way out. Hmm. Like grab a drink from the thing. And she was just like, I need I need water. (laughs) She was so thirsty, but we weren't done shopping. So she just paid for it after. For a good 15 minutes, your mom was a thief. Yeah. Until she, until she made good. Don't worry, I made I made sure she paid for it. Okay, okay. Donna and Joe were looking at magazines. Claire has this funny scene where she's getting paper towels and she keeps just getting one and then she goes back and grabs another and then another until she gets like 10 rolls of paper towels. I mean, at that point, you got to buy it in bulk. Yeah. Like, not individuals. And uh, David and Valerie and David's mom are getting some veggies. I think it's important to say here, too, on their way into the grocery store, Valerie is like, oh, or no, Sheila is like, thank you so much for inviting me, Valerie. And Valerie's like, yeah, we're so happy you're here. And I feel like she changes her tune very quickly in the next scene. Yeah. And it's confusing. I don't. I mean, obviously, we're teeing something up with David's mom having a relapse, I assuming is what we're doing here. Yeah. It was awkward to just have like one parent. I feel like Mm -hmm. if I was the rest of the gang. Even even understanding the situation, I'd be a little bit like, "What we're doing Friendsgiving? Why are you bringing your mom?" Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I'm I'm uh I'm on record as being a pill about that. So maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe <laughs> maybe that's just me. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, but I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> okay, so Steve is getting a lot of bourbon. For the potatoes, I guess. And Claire is buying wine for a cocktail party that she's going to. Why does she need what? Is she bringing wine to this cocktail party? I mean, it's like her dad's cocktail party, right? So maybe she's supposed to. And he's put her in charge of the wine. I don't know. It's kind of. It didn't make sense to me. No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I don't think a a swanky cocktail party is like a BYOB situation. Yeah, it was it was odd. Steve doesn't really want to go to this cocktail party and Claire's like, okay, don't come. I don't really want to introduce you to my dad, which he takes offense at. Right. Well, remember, it was a whole thing with, uh, did she ever introduce the chancellor to David? I feel like no. 
Uh, I'm least, not actually sure. I don't think she did, like, as her boyfriend. Like, they met, but she wasn't like, and we're sleeping together. Yeah. Remember when right. David got handcuffed to the bed and the yeah. chancellor came over and they, she had to put all the dirty clothes on him and everything? Classic. Classic. Classic Three's Company shenanigans. <laughs> Brandon and Kelly are picking out some flowers, and Brandon says she has a knack for making things pretty. Yeah, it was a awkward like it was clearly meant to be flirtation but it was so weird yeah and they have a little conversation about how brandon is feeling a little empty he's missing his family this thanksgiving but you know he's with his friends who are his family so they then join the gang back at the truck where it's just like a truck the truck bed is full of Mm -hmm. groceries bags of groceries you know on the topic of Kelly's hair, I couldn't help but notice this, that she must have some sort of like mutant power that completely regenerates deep facial burns because she looks great. She looks great. Yeah, she has a, definitely has an extra healing ability. She does. Yeah. Ear looks good. Neck's on point. Looking good. Yep. Other than that hair. Yeah. Other than that hair. You know, <laughs> she looked like Maury Povich at a flea market, but. You just keep them coming. You just you have so many examples. <laughs> Donna and Joe can't hang out with the gang the rest of the day uh, because they have to go to a deposition because Ray is taking them to court, Mm -hmm. as we well know. So after they leave, Kelly's like, man, Donna didn't want anyone to know what happened with her and Ray. And now everybody's going to know. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of a weird Brandon being like, oh, yeah, Valerie told me. I thought was it's another one of those things where like all this exposition happened off screen and i don't know like valerie telling brandon about that seems not cool i guess but yeah everyone's reaction to finding out ray pushed her down the stairs has not been enough for me no 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 one has reacted like i'm gonna Uh -uh. kill him they've all been like oh wow that sucks (laughs) yeah you never know you never know when somebody's gonna snap and push you down the stairs weird back at the walsh house they are unloading all the groceries and valerie is putting her foot down. She wants everyone to eat at the table. Yeah. Like a normal family, not in front of the TV, watching the football game. Steve's shirt, by the way, is like sprayed on. He looks like the rock. (laughs) So tight. It is so tight. Do you think he'd been working out a lot? And he was like, I really want to show off the guns. Yeah, I do kind of think so. They're like, well, we can't really do a topless volleyball scene. It's November. He's like, well, I'll just wear this shirt then. Brandon and Kelly go together to pick up the pies from the peach pit. Yeah. And Steve and Valerie take notice that the two of them have been hanging out a lot since their significant others have been out of town. The chemistry is not on point either. No. I don't find the chemistry between the two of them really like vibing at all. It's not enough that I feel like everyone should be like, wow, those two tone it down. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So as they're driving, Kelly and Brandon, she asks him how life is and asks if he's still feeling weird about Dylan. And also asks, like, did Susan say anything to you about the two of us hanging out? Because Colin did. And I told him it was fine. And Brandon says, I also told Susan it was fine. And I'm sure it's fine. Mm hmm. Back at the Walsh house, Valerie is trying to prep the turkey and David is all up in her space and Sheila is all up in her space. Yeah. And Sheila's asking, well, do you want to cook it breast side up or breast side down? And her thing is she wants to cook it breast side down. Yes. Okay. Which would be the normal way you would cook a turkey, right? 
No, I think breast side up is the normal way. Okay, whatever. Uh, so then Valerie pulls David outside and is like, your freaking mom is annoying yeah. the heck out of me. Why is she even here? Yeah. She, she doesn't want her there. It's just like a complete switch yeah. from the from that first scene. Yeah. And it's weird. Having her there really doesn't add anything. Like, it's a weird inclusion. It feels like they just have an episode they're planning and they're like, oh, crap. Yeah. Stick, stick a mom in there, you know? <laughs> well... He he says, I'll try to keep her out of your way. You know, just you just have to deal, basically. And she's like, OK, I'll be nice. And we didn't get a we didn't get an email from Jim and Cindy on that big, chunky desktop they had on, like, the kitchen counter. <laughs> I know. Where's our yeah. holiday yeah. email? I know. I need one. Back inside, Colin calls for Kelly and she goes in, into the living room to talk to him. Yeah. And. After she goes, Valerie's like, oh, you and Kelly, right, Brandon? And Brandon says that she has a dirty mind. Yeah. Now nothing the going on. The chemistry between Brandon and Valerie in this moment <laughs> was on point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chemistry is all over the place it's in this weird. episode. Yeah, it's not where it's supposed to be. Next scene is the deposition where... Joe and Donna arrive and they're meeting with the lawyer and she says, well, how come, how much trouble can he really be in? Cause he was defending me. So patronizing this lawyer. Yeah. For, first of all, the first time somebody said deposition, I was like, Ugh, cause I kind of forgot we still had to do this, but the lawyer's like, don't you worry your pretty little head about law. Let old Mr. Guy here handle law, sweetheart. Yeah. Not great. Yep. Joe wants to join the gang after the deposition, but Donna says she's working on a surprise for his birthday because I guess his birthday is on Thanksgiving. Had we established that before? I don't think so. I never okay. gave I never gave two thoughts to Joe's birthday and when it fell on the calendar. <laughs> but they have so much in common because he's wholesome, she's wholesome, her birthday's on Christmas, his birthday's on Thanksgiving, and maybe there's something else they have in common. Uh... <laughs> All right, enter Ray, and it is just everyone staring daggers at each other over the table. Yeah. Donna is sworn in, and this is the quickest deposition ever. Yeah. They just ask her, did she see Joe strike Ray? The answer is yes. She's only allowed to say yes or no, or I don't remember. Right. So she says yes. You know, how many times? And she has oh. to say, I don't remember. Yeah. More than once. Yes. Did Ray strike Joe? No, she tries to get some more explanation in there, but she is not allowed. And then it's over. That's it. Well, I don't understand why they're not like, why isn't she filing charges against Ray? Like, yeah. if, we're, if we're doing this, just file the charges against Ray, you know, but what else? After the deposition is over, Ray tries to talk to Donna, but she shuts him right down. She's like, don't you talk to me. All right. Then we go to the cocktail party where Steve meets Chancellor Arnold for the first time and yeah. chancellor says he's been hearing a lot about steve from steve's academic John, advisor John hardwell yeah yep. they're good friends and steve is not happy to hear this because he's like oh he probably told him about me cheating and all this stuff so then they run into john and john makes a comment about oh you two are dating i guess opposites do attract <laughs> And Steve is like, well, I'm out. I'll be sitting at this table drinking for the rest of the party. At the, I don't know where they are. 
I don't know where Donna is. It's like some studio of some kind. She's trying to see Steve Young, quarterback Steve Young, oh, right. who yeah. was somewhere re- doing something. Maybe he was filming an episode of Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Maybe, maybe. And the man at the gate says, look, they already finished filming. They're probably already gone. He would know, I would think, since he's at the gate. But anyway, so then as she's sitting there, there's a car coming out and she looks at the license plate and realizes that it is Steve Young's agent. Yeah. His so actual she, real agent. Lee his Steinberg. real agent. So she jumps out of the car and, you know, stands in front of his car and is like, please stop. <laughs> and he gets out of the car and is like, what's the problem? <laughs> I'm sure he was trying his best, but it was. Yeah, it was. It was immediately apparent that he was not like, an actor. Like, this is not my wheelhouse. But is this is this an agent that's like so famous that people would know who he is? And maybe. I'll have to ask my brother, maybe. (laughs) Corbin Andrews of Nostalgia Me This? Yeah. So she pleads her case. You know, my boyfriend Joe, he's a huge Steve Young fan. My dad did something for you. I don't know. Fixed his heart. Oh, fixed his heart. Yeah, Yeah, that's a big deal. Heart surgery, yeah. That's a big deal. So could he get Steve Young to come to their Thanksgiving? Yeah. I mean, it Joe? opens up all sorts of like medical ethical questions. Why is Donna's yeah. dad telling him the name of her patients and what <laughs> surgeries they had? But, yeah. you know, it's fine. Bring <laughs> yeah. Steve Young to some kids thanks on Thanksgiving, on freaking Thanksgiving for his I birthday. know. It's a big ask. It is a big ask. Yeah. I guess football players are probably used to being busy on Thanksgiving because... You know, yeah, they play football. But, There's a lot of football games sure, on Thanksgiving. Sure. But it's like, it's not even like Donna's dad did open heart surgery on Steve Young. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's a big swing and God bless Donna for taking it. <laughs> okay. We go back to the cocktail party and Steve is still just sitting and drinking, working on yeah, several glasses. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. I guess this has always been a sore spot for Steve. Like this, this is a specific button of him like feeling stupid and not as smart as Brandon or Andrea. Do you remember Andrea? Andrea was on I the do. show for a couple of years, didn't have a storyline. Yeah. For five, for five I years. Do. Didn't she then get a, run over by a car or something? Run over by a car. Uh, I want to say had a baby out of wedlock, dated a, a racist, yeah. uh, gave up on all her dreams, and then went to a state that has no medical schools, correct? Not a one. Okay. Zero medical school. I remember it all. Yeah, she had a grandma, I think. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but Steve feels not as smart as the people around him. So it makes sense that he's being such a baby in this. It does. It does. So Claire comes over, tries to get him up, and then his advisor, John, comes and is like, let me introduce you to some faculty. Yeah. So they go talk to these two English professors who are, are they laureates? Nobel laureate? I don't they know. They're... they're they're acclaimed. It's easy to win a Nobel Prize on TV, I think. Sure, sure. And as they're at first, Steve is, you know, rolling his eyes at the conversation that they're having, but then he mentions something about the Hartley House was based on my mom said that the Hartley House was based on something or other. They're talking about different forms of comedy and they were talking about Shakespeare versus blah, blah, blah. And yeah, Steve kind of gets in there what the Hartley house was going for. And they're like, I loved that show. Because, yeah. Again, everyone is automatically like, wow, you're a mom. Was, it was both a cutting edge comedy and a wholesome full house kind of show. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And they, I mean, they want to read the scripts because he says that she still has all the scripts. They want to yeah. read them. So very interested in Steve. 
the one of the professors wants Steve to come to one of his seminars and like lecturer. Yeah. Yeah. Like of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> so Chancellor Arnold then joins the conversation and is very surprised how into Steve everybody is. Yeah, he's lighting up the room. Yeah. And after everyone else kind of leaves the conversation, John says, I don't think we need to worry about your math grade. You you're good at B you're a good BSer. Yeah. You can just, you know, anything you need, come see me. You're going to be fine what in life. What a great life. message. What a great message. <laughs> All right. Back at Kelly, Donna, Claire's. Donna is home and, you know, bummed about how the deposition went. But uh, she says that she did talk to Steve Young's agent. And so he might actually show up, which would be cool. Kelly says, well, do you have a plan B? Because that's kind of a long shot. And continuing the 90210 tradition of offering yourself as a present, <laughs> Donna says. So Andrea did have a storyline. What are we talking about? Donna says plan B is sex. Yeah. She's going to give Joe her virginity. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Great. And Kelly's like, mm. I feel like really Kelly was like, Joe? Huh? <laughs> So, yeah, so Kelly's like, are you sure? Out of the three of them, if you had to guess who was going to be worse in bed, I'd put my money on Joe. Come on. But he's the the cutest. No, he'd be worse. Let's not guess. guess. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, you. So yeah, Kelly's trying to talk her through it. Like, are you sure you, you know, this has been a thing that you've believed in your whole life? And she's like, well, my mom wasn't a virgin, so who cares? Yeah, that really pulled the rug out from under her. Yeah. Yeah, so Kelly says, just make sure you don't lose everything you've always believed in. I guess, I mean, she's going through a lot, right? I mean, like with Ray and with the whole, like, abuse thing and Joe coming in as this big hero. So, like, emotionally, she's not in a great place. But I just find it so weird that, like, she's been dating this guy, like, three weeks or yeah, something. You know, not and she's long. just, like, ready. It's, I just think it's really, it's a strange overreaction. But yeah, emotions are running high for everybody. So who knows? But I think <laughs> so it's probably worst. not the best time to make such a big decision. Arguably but. the worst. <laughs> Back at the Walsh house, Valerie. Oh, this is the next day at the Walsh house. Valerie wakes up at nine, which is apparently too late. She was supposed to be up early making the turkey. She comes downstairs. Sheila's there already making the turkey. She's already made several sides. Nothing else for Valerie to do. But get dressed, she says. But get dressed, dressed. yes. And then she says to Sheila, you know, I was really wanting to do all this on my own, but you came over and you saved the day. Yeah. So she's thankful at this point? She's happy about Sheila? I guess. I guess so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then Sheila says, you know, you make my son very happy, which makes Valerie happy. Yeah, which doesn't really make any sense at all, but okay. I just feel like like within the scenes, she goes from being happy to mad at David's yeah. mom. And not it, in like a way that makes sense. Just like whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, Valerie was all over the place this she episode. She was. At Kelly Donna Claire's, the girls are eating breakfast. Donna has on these, like, I feel like every girl had PJs with clouds on them mm. at some point. And mm-hmm. she's wearing classic cloud PJs. Okay. She's asking Kelly if condoms are really safe. So fun breakfast conversation. And Kelly says, you barely know Joe, you know, is he sleeping with anyone else? Do you know that he's not sleeping with anyone else? 
Yeah. To which Donna's like, that's mean. But like <laughs> Kelly's point is just like, you're not really even in a relationship. Like you're like hanging out, you know? So yeah. And it's all been like this. the Ray stuff has been yeah. part of it the whole time. Yeah. Claire comes in and joins the conversation. She says that Steve was a hit at the party. Everyone, including her dad, fell in love with him. And she did as well. What? She loved, she loved Steve, apparently. What? what? She's in love with Steve. What? Because his mom was in the Hartley house. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's powerful. That's powerful stuff. This is random. So Claire is wearing a tank top and it's got a cat on it. Okay. And I had a sticker like of that cat. So I don't know if it was part of a brand, but I I used to go to, you know, those machines that you could get stick, like you put in 75 cents and it gives you a sticker. I used to like a laundromat. Yeah. 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 Like you push it in and then when you pull it out, there's a sticker. sticker. I used to collect them. I had, I probably, because I'm a hoarder, I probably still have them somewhere. But I had, I mean, a stack of stickers. Didn't put them on every anything. I just left them in their cardboard. You never little put them on. Oh. No, I left them in their cardboard sleeves that they came in. Okay. And they were all dumb ones, like that cat. <laughs> or I had a blue one that said 100% uh-huh. angel with like uh-huh. a little, ha- like dumb things. Okay. But yeah, I just collected the stickers. I never put them on anything. That whole story is classic me because I'm a hoarder. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sounds like it. At the Walsh house, all the food is ready and everyone is there to eat. Valerie says she's sorry about yesterday. Everyone can eat in front of the TV. It's fine. Uh, How do you feel about eating, eating Thanksgiving in front of the TV, Nick? I mean, I feel like it's nice to have a moment where everybody's like sitting down. It seems Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I guess I don't really understand why you'd have the meal right at kickoff. Yeah. Anyway, it seems weird, but yeah, I feel like it's nice to have like a come together moment, but I also don't mind eating in front of a TV. So yeah, <laughs> that's true. I always eat in front of the TV. <laughs> if we do it at my, on my dad's side of the family, we are usually in a house where it's like, there's tables and people are like, some people are on the couch okay. and because there's like 50 of us in sure. in the house. But the TV is on and people are watching things. So Joe suggests they say a prayer. Yeah, I I felt like was a little presumptuous on his fault. A little. Because he's not even really part of this group. And it's not like, would anybody mind if he's like, he's like, whoa, Steve, who's going to pray? Oh, not cool. (laughs) Not cool. And Steve does pray. His prayer is rub-a-dub-dub. Thanks for the grub. Yay, God. (laughs) Yeah. He added that yay God, though, and I think that classed it up. Yay God. Yeah. That's that's my new prayer whenever I pray for it's, food. You know, it's up, concise. Up, thanks for it's the concise and it's celebratory. <laughs> yay God. Yeah. Brandon says, okay, how about Joe says a prayer? And he mm. says a more heartfelt prayer. Yes. He does one of those, this is not a person who prays kind of prayer. Because yeah. he's like... Lord in heaven, for your bountiful blessings bequeathed to us on this of most holy days. <laughs> hey, let's not judge his prayer, okay? Right. Yeah, judge. Uh, no, but he says that that's the prayer his dad would pray before okay. right. their meals or something. All right, okay. So it's old-fashioned because it's what his dad said. All right, all right. Yeah. Also, Somewhat. You can, pray, you can pray however you want. I just want to... Yeah, yeah. Up. You can pray however you want, but it was just You can very, use bequeath in your prayers. Very flowery is all I'm saying. <laughs> 
Yay, God. Yay, God. Brandon, I think it's Brandon, reminds everyone that Nat expects them later because Nat always feeds the homeless on Thanksgiving. And so they're all going to go down later and help. Yeah, super insensitive on everyone's part when it comes to David's mom. Because yeah. David's like, what? I mean, we do it every year. It's like, <laughs> yeah, my- Sheila seems nervous about the whole thing. But she's, yeah. she says, you know, she'll come and help. And if it wasn't for David, she would still be homeless. Sure. It just seems like very triggering for her. It yeah. Like it's weird that nobody is considering that. Yeah. Also, also, I think a little weird that there's nothing with Donna and Sheila because that episode was was like Donna ditching Ray to go help David yeah. find her. And I don't That's even right. think they say hello. So yeah, that was weird. an odd bit of interaction that I felt was missing. But Well, Donna has her own stuff going on. She sure does. She's going to give herself to Joe. Happy yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> As a Thanksgiving present. Thanksgiving present. <laughs> Steve Young is apparently supposed to have already showed up, but it's, you know, he was supposed to show up at one. It's already two. Not looking great. Oh, my gosh. And Joe is like, if I'm ever going to get back on the team, I should make an appearance at the, like, team. Oh, not yet. Dinner. Not yet. Okay. We're well, not, whenever that together. happens, that's crazy to me, though. That That's not. Yeah. But he's like, I guess I should get around to it. <laughs> crazy. But, okay. I am the quarterback. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm jumping the turkey. Susan calls for Brandon and Valerie answers the phone. And before she hands it off to Brandon, she watches this interaction between Kelly and Brandon. And it's just like, you know, logging that away in her brain. It's not doing it for me. The two of them. Yeah, it's not not cutting it. It seems it feels forced. Very forced. In the living room, the game has begun. Well, wait, hold on. Because when Brandon takes the phone call, Valerie goes up to Kelly and she's like, oh, are you all right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Kelly's yeah. like, just go away from me. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly's like, what? I'm just being nice. And Kelly's like, don't. <laughs> I liked it. It was a fun little scene. Yeah. Okay. In the living room, the game has begun. And this is where Joe says that he has to leave. So sorry, you didn't jump too far. Okay. <laughs> I thought there was another scene in there. So Donna is really bummed because she's like, oh, you're come, you're, you know, by the time you come back, Steve Young is already going to have left. So they're out in the driveway, and who would arrive? It's Steve Young. Inspirational. Inspirational. And he says, hey, is anybody's name Joe? Happy birthday, slugger. And mm-hmm. throws him a, he doesn't say slugger, but he throws him a. Implied. It is implied. <laughs> he throws him a football that he signed, and Joe oh. is over the moon. Joe, yeah, he really is. It's like he's a child again, and Steve Young is everything. Santa Claus. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Donna calls the rest of the gang out and they're also very excited to see Steve Young and they decide to play a little football well, while he's there. You have to. You have to. Yeah. yeah. So play a little football and then they look at his Super Bowl ring and then Steve, you know, everyone goes back inside, but Steve takes. Steve Young, sorry. Steve Young Young takes Joe aside and is like, you know, I heard about all your legal trouble, but, you know, football doesn't last forever. Maybe take this opportunity to figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life. Weird advice, but sure. Sure. At the Peach Pit, Nat says this is the biggest turnout he's ever had for Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, but like good is that the homeless population is really surging this year gang dive in 
Steve is stuffed. He doesn't want to see another turkey until Christmas. Literally stuffed into that shirt. Yeah. Donna tells Kelly that she's decided she's going to go for it. She's going to have sex with Joe. Thank God. That night. Mm-hmm. Kelly says, you know, I, I got to know Joe a little bit more today. Yeah. I've come around on him. Yeah. He seems yeah, like a like, good you know guy. What? In hindsight, Joe can get it. Yeah. <laughs> I was wrong before. I think so. Let's all sleep with Joe. After Donna leaves, Kelly asks Brandon what he's up to the rest of the night because she's not ready to go home. Not cool, Kelly. And he says he's got the house to himself. Why doesn't she come over and watch some scary movies with him? You're inviting trouble into your life. Yep. The next scene is in David's dorm room where David is thanking Valerie for being nice to his mom, even though Mm -hmm. she was annoying her. It was at least a 60-40 being nice to being mean. Have we ever seen this dorm room before? Yes. We have. Yeah, we definitely have. I was thinking like once, I don't know, like once he moved out of the beach apartment, I was trying to remember if we ever actually saw it or if it was just reference. No, we have. We have a bunch of times. Do you remember when he went to that room back in the drug days and he went to that room and there was like no, not a stick of furniture and it was all painted black and it was like, really? Yeah. No one at CU has caught on to this. (laughs) This is a meth lab. Okay. (laughs) Valerie says that she is going to stay the night. Oh, on his twin bed, so that lumpy, should be fun. Lumpy twin bed. <laughs> his lumpy twin bed. She says she senses that Brandon kind of wants the house to himself. Yeah. And David's like, well, I bet he does want no one else at the house, except maybe Kelly, because they've been <laughs> circling each other all day. Yeah. And Valerie says that, you know, she's thankful for all their friends, because they're her family now. Mm-hmm. And there's only one thing that can make this the perfect thanksgiving if david would make love to her yeah that's what she says (laughs) she says for you to make love to me yeah those are her words i want nothing more (laughs) awful (laughs) awful dialogue back at the walsh house brandon is making a turkey sandwich which kelly can't believe that he can eat anything else but it's apparently tradition to eat a turkey sandwich at midnight I support Thanksgiving. That. Yeah. I do support that. There comes a time in the in the evening where you're like, I could eat. Yeah. It's usually around like 10. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Bring it back. Brandon asks, whatever happened between us, Kelly? Mm. Was it just bad timing or what was it? Very was it that I asked you to marry me, maybe? <laughs> yeah. So I feel like this is a little bit of a retcon. But Kelly says, I oh, had to make... Sure. If I made a choice between you and Dylan, it would have ruined your friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I took the high road. No way. Yeah, no I don't way think so. There. No. And she says, well, but now Dylan's out of the picture. And in, but I have Colin, you have Susan. So I guess we need to do the honorable thing. They'll also do the, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. So that's it. They're just going to watch movies as yep. friends. Yep. Kelly's going to stay there that night, but in yeah. Steve's room. Yeah. Brandon says yep. he she should lock the door so he can do the honorable thing. I would say the honorable thing does not include having a day-long date, spending the night together while cuddling, watching horror movies, and then sharing an open-mouth kiss the next morning. Yeah. I feel like maybe honorable. the honorable, honorable thing was a little before that, but okay. At Kelly, Donna Claire's, Steve is talking with Claire. He's had a great couple of days. Yeah. Met some Nobel laureates, met Steve yeah. Young. He's he's having a good time. Claire gives him her Phi Beta Kappa pin. But but she says, Steve, I want to give you something. And he's like, ha, how many shots to get rid of it? 
And I fully don't understand the tone of this relationship because like two episodes ago, she was like, how dare you bring handcuffs into our lovemaking? And here he's like, you probably gave me the sif. <laughs> and all is all is great. And she pins him. Yeah, like she pins Bobby him. Bobby Rydell in 1955. <laughs> and he says, wow, you really do believe in me. And she says, yes. Out on the porch, Joe and Donna are talking about what a great day they had. And yeah. he says, she says, it's not over, baby. I want to be with you tonight. Yeah. Which gives him pause. Mm. He says, you know, I'm crazy about you. I just, I need to tell you this before we get any more involved. I don't believe in premarital sex. Yeah. She did it. Yeah. She found a guy who's good looking, who doesn't believe she in premarital it. sex. Yep. She smoked him out with the offer of sex. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I don't believe in premarital sex either. So that's great. You and I have never had sex. Yeah. She's like, awesome. so you have no sexual history. And he's like, none to speak of. I feel like him saying I don't believe in premarital sex would have the opposite. Like, I feel like it would make him it makes him more desirable. <laughs> because yeah. he's he's yeah. off the market. <laughs> Donna hearing that Joe doesn't believe in premarital sex is the equivalent of Thanos getting the last infinity stone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, I've done it. Listen, <laughs> I respect the choice, but I think narratively, this is the most schmaltzy thing that could have possibly happened. It is schmaltzy. Yeah, it is. I never believed that she was going to lose her V card that night. <laughs> so <laughs> never. No. Never Everybody's so full of turkey and tired. No way. Not the best time. Uh -uh. It's weird, though. I feel like the... What does she say? She says... Oh, she says, I thought that I might lose you if I didn't offer sex. And then he says, that's the most wonderful thing anyone has ever said to me. Yes, I know. That was I think so he's weird. referring to the fact that she doesn't believe in premarital sex, but... Yeah, the way those lines lined up. The position up. of the lines makes it seem like, wow, I'm so glad you thought you had to barter with your body to keep me. All right. Last scene is at the Walsh house the next morning. Valerie arrives home and Kelly's car is still in the driveway. Whoa. Inside, Kelly and Brandon are having some coffee. And Kelly is wearing shorts or not wearing shorts, do you think? I don't know. She's got that big flannel shirt on. It's hard to Just tell. She's wearing a big flannel shirt. Yeah. Talk, they talk about Colin and Susan are both getting back on Sunday, and uh, we were we were just so good last so night. Good. We didn't so do anything. Good. Yeah. Except then, Brandon kisses her. Yeah. And she's like, what was that for? And he says, just for being you. Oh. And they hug. But guess who's watching them through the window? Valerie. It's Valerie. It because Valerie. she's crafty Valerie again? What is she this episode? I don't know. She's at least logging it away for potential future use. And that's the episode. Uh, what is your 90210 snap? I guess I'll go with the scene where they both say that they don't believe in premarital sex. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Donna's okay, offer. Cool. Donna's yeah. offer was going to be my 90210 snap. Donna's offer. Yep. She made him an offer he could refuse. He did and did. And yes. Did. And he did. Yeah. Um, did you like the episode? What's the verdict? I don't know. I mean, it's not the worst holiday episode that we've Is it, is it not seen. the worst holiday episode, though? It's just, it's kind of nothing. Yeah. Valerie being all over the place in her motivations, I found very annoying. Yeah, I um, too. 
I like I mean, bringing in a celebrity, even though I didn't know the celebrity. So that's yeah. kind of fun. But it was just like, I don't really want Brandon and Kelly together. Yeah. And there was no chemistry between them. So mm-hmm. it was kind of just whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think you right away, you ruin the idea of a Friendsgiving when, when the mom is there and Joe is there. And then you don't even really get that. Like, do we get a scene of them like having Thanksgiving together? No, no, you not know? really. Like, not really. And Joe and Don have got the whole like deposition thing going on in the background. The complete lack of chemistry between Brandon and Kelly. I thought this was a slog of an episode. <laughs> Nothing was fun about it. And not like the best. Steve romancing academics and then him getting pinned by Claire. It's just whatever. Yeah. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like this one. And Claire loves him now. She's in love with Steve. She's in love with Steve. Yeah. Yeah. It's earned and it happened at an appropriate amount of time. Okay. Well, listen, next time we're going to be talking about season six, episode 13 courting, which I guess is what Joe and Donna are now officially doing. Yes. They're courting. Plus I think they're going to be in court. So, Oh yeah. Double, double play there. Is there maybe also a basketball plot that we could <gasps> work in there? Maybe and that would be good if we could get a hat trick. I think that's a soccer term. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be talking about courting next time around. In the meantime, you can catch a special episode of this Sandorian life featuring one Kendra Mickles as we talk about the episode of gift for Shadu. And the voice of Shadu is somebody who's been in multiple uh, episodes of the 90210 franchise. So it all connects. Good times all around. What are you talking about on 90s music these days? Uh, Our most recent episode of 90s music, we talked about Angels by (laughs) Robbie... Williams, I want to say. Oh, okay. That's fun. (laughs) Yep. We talked about Angels by Robbie Williams, and it has been stuck in my head for weeks now. So Mm. enjoy that episode. All right. Well, for the good of 90210, I bid you a 90210. Here we go. (laughs) Adieu. Yeah.